Welcome back to Black or Craft Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of the Netflix series, Vikings, entitled The Bridge. This is season one, episode four, written by Declan Krogan, directed by Steve St. Leger. Leger. Hey, this episode a nine out of ten. It was very, uh, very centered around the assault, so it's a contained episode, but it was nice seeing how lace plan unfolded and the the things that were needed to put that into place so it was very much discussing what we're gonna do seeing how Edmund plans to respond and then watching it all go to shit uh on for Edmund which was great because he devolved into Joffrey so damn quick and if you don't watch game of thrones you have no idea what i'm referencing right now but trust and believe the similarities are hella there hella there give him another few years and he definitely will be shooting arches into into women for no reason whatsoever (laughs) i think they took a bit of a surprising turn with the character or portrayal of edmund i thought they were going to take this character in a different way from my recalled historical memory but i could be mistaken i guess we'll find out when i do on the last episode that's what i decided that's when i'll do the whole breakdown of the characters and their background and their true stories and all that we start with leaf constantly at death's door leaf can you one time in this season not be ready to meet your maker join your friends in Valhalla they then go back one day or the story goes back one day they tell King Canute and Olaf that their plan is not going to work because there's a bridge there they think they should attack from a different area and then trap them inside the city starve them out however they are planning for that uh, since they're fortifying with supplies and thus we need a new plan so Leif comes up with a very good plan and I love that Harold pushed him forward like this is your your time to shine and I'm gonna prove to King Canute that I can I could pick the best people and make them useful for us because his ultimate goal is to be the king of Norway and he wants to be King Canute's successor and that very much feels like what Olaf wants to do as well. Canute gives away his ultimate goal at the end of this episode when he said bring me the boy king bring me England so he intends to put a jewel in his cap it would seem when they discuss the plan Olaf always gotta be the one sulking because his isn't gonna work so they discuss their plan but of course they're not gonna let the audience in on the full scale of exactly what that entails it's like I need three good boats and that's about it King Canute says it's not gonna work we need to find another way and dismisses them now usually there would be a scene where you push back but Harold just bowed Leif let it go he even dealt with Olaf's passive aggressive attitude 
when i personally would have smacked him in his face but i understand he is in a sense a captive since he is uh his life is being put on the line for his sister so i could see a little bit there why uh harold has to continue to sponsor him i keep forgetting that little faucet but i also wanted live to be like get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that geek, geek. Woo, woo. i ain't playing around make one boss move i take it down get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that this is the sign of a really good king when you can read the room understand right now in this moment i'm not gonna readily dismiss my um dismiss my my counsel that i've had much longer for someone i don't really know very well however once you know people have calmed down he's able to approach him one-on-one and he wants to understand who is this person with this plan who i i do think is a does have a good plan i just don't know what your what your motivations are and he very much breaks it down to him Leif, that yes i understand olaf is someone that that knows england the best you're right but we're here at this moment because his plan failed if you want to know what motivates me it's those greenlanders sleep right there uh nigel scade and why do i always forget her name always forget her name i remember it one day <laughs> i think it's yursa no that was the uh the girl in last episode dang because i do love her i just always never forget her name maybe it's Liv. i don't quite recall i'm sure it'll get said once or twice more <laughs> and i'll finally get my stuff together um he decides that he's gonna go ahead and go with his plan which is very complicated and starts with fashioning some new some new viking boats and one of the guys just came over and laughed like are you are you kidding but no they're basically giant surfboards for them to paddle down the the narrow little river straight there so that they can take out the guards on the bridge well not take out the yeah they took out two of the one people then they took their boats disguised themselves as just passerbys or, or one of the the men because i believe they took their uniforms yeah and then they dropped off the others that overnight were working to destabilize the bridge because they did put the drawbridge in the middle that was a bit of an uh, issue and because he is someone who had to survive in a very harrowing environment he brings up the fact to king canute that his father is considered don't ask me to say the word but i think it pretty much means a traitor or yeah <laughs> someone could definitely let me know in the comments what exactly that meant but that also shows to king canute that leif wants to make a name for himself he wants to also bring honor to his name because it is only known in one capacity 
because they both remark on how they were raised by very strong fathers and how that can be a lot living up to someone or up to your father's huge success and he understands how king canute how edmund feels which is exactly how he knows how to get to him let's go over to king edmund let's dive over to the boy king edmund who starts off the episode pretty in a pretty good position right he's gotten strionia from mercia to come with his army he tells him look this is the plan we're gonna trap them here we're gonna attack from the rears and we're gonna box them in it's his plan and thus he wants to to feel the glory of it but he also knows and has been already <laughs> counseled by both um his mother emma as well as godwin that he's not to participate in the battle he's to be behind the walls of the castle and that uh, striona himself is going to take all the glory he then striona wants something in exchange besides glory something more tangible he wants mercia to have its independence emma edmund and godwin all agree that's not going to happen so they tell him he can leave so he says fine but then edmund showing his weakness once more immediately caves in and concedes will enrich your lands are these gonna come from you my lord or my king or my sovereign whatever you call that and he's like yeah maybe (laughs) most likely some other people that don't know that their lands have about to be taken to give to you and that is enough for striona to stay and says you'll be assured a victory he is updated once the fighting starts that his majesty has decided to to uh, lead the first charge which makes him want to rush because he doesn't want to be left out if that's what's happening if there's a victory at hand <laughs> and we see later on when uh, lace plan is successful he looks directly at his king and realizes that nah he is a punk ass bitch to begin with uh that woman holds the control as well as godwin and i think there's better opportunities elsewhere so fuck this shit i'm out Mm-mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out nope fuck this shit i'm out all right then i don't know what the fuck just happened but i don't really care i'm gonna get the fuck up out of here i know i am jumping ahead but joffrey 2.0 aka edmund's face was quite comical how could this happen to me i made my mistakes got nowhere to run the night goes He 
had some very great meme worthy faces throughout this episode that's that's just only one of them let's start with king canute going across the bridge and deciding to challenge edmund and this became a straight up talking shit battle punk ass bitch motherfucker kill that punk ass bitch edmund's credibility as a man just kept going further and further down against this polished viking he was two seconds from throwing a tantrum be like your face is ugly (laughs) he reduced himself to an absolute toddler and then his mama had to come over and tell him to mind his manners like don't let him bait you godwin what what the fuck you just standing there allowing this shit to happen you keep staring at emma like um excuse me did you not put yourself in this position as well he then watches as his sire decides to give in because canute says you're gonna be remembered all over the world as the coward boy king unless you come out and fight me so he said fine (laughs) told his army we're gonna defeat some viking scum as if we didn't know what happened the last time a viking horde showed up that shit is etched in y'all's chronicles bruh (laughs) it's the scariest stories they tell little uh british or at this time oh english what do you call them uh dang it native english people i should know what that what, what they're called saxons maybe i think i think so saxons so yeah i don't know why he thought him and his 19 men <laughs> and his one good plan and terrible fighting experience he didn't learn no lessons and went out there his men were fighting well you know because they are at the same time stalling because they have attached the vikings underneath have attached ropes to shoot arrows out to the three ships so that they can row backwards to pull against the bridge as they accent it to make it weaker so that they can trap edmund edmund starts to chase them because he falls back but it's a plant it's a it's a false fallback like he thinks he's winning first and foremost can we talk about emma's coat because that girl was looking straight up fierce i'm sexy and i know it i'm sexy and i know it i'm sorry she's not a girl she's a woman and she was the first one to realize nope this is a trap this is so a trap because godwin's like oh yay he's uh the king is gaining ground uh nope i think that something's going on i don't know what it is but prepare the archers and start shooting at the boats even if they're not within range because good lord something's going down and of course it does because godwin is sent to retrieve the king (laughs) and finds that he has surrounded himself by way more vikings than he has men 
And then that is our our first great face of the episode. Oh, now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. At least Godwin stayed and attacked. And then they are fighting, left fighting his men, Canute's men that clearly are about to massacre all of them. The king gets sent back and two of the Greenlanders go down, both uh, Scarde. I knew the men in Scarde had more than two lines. <laughs> he was going down. There was that nice moment they had before they went into battle and they're all like, we'll see each other in Valhalla if this is our last day. They hug and kiss and enjoy the last time they might have their company. And then Scarde and Nigel are murdered. <laughs> like, damn it. And Lay finds himself in the water. Olaf is the first one screaming you know greenlanders they did it we did it to the greenlanders but five seconds later the camera makes sure to tell us that he is secretly inwardly not pleased about this i got my eyes on you harold now threatens his position and leif is a new up-and-comer on the board chessboard as well and he looked like he he showed up with all this bravado and was was an absolute failure <laughs> and thus they get the glory uh harold does find leif waking up you know from a almost watery grave just as he does and he's like this is for you and he's like yeah but i just lost two of my friends and you need to understand <laughs> that i need to grieve before there's some victory but he does put his hand up like yay i've arrived emma is crying when she sees her son across the bridge knowing he about to be murdered because that's what canute straight up said like i've come to take your head because of your father's actions so there is no dispute in her in her mind at that moment well she said stepson so maybe that she's not his actual mother but she seems to counsel him a lot i'm not sure i guess they'll clarify it and <laughs> he had my third favorite look of the episode when he when he felt the bridge giving way and he realized oh my god i'm trapped on the other side with the vikings looks like i made a mistake On the Viking side, Johan and Tomas also died, but I felt like I barely knew you. I feel like everyone who has died thus far, I barely know you. <laughs> uh, so that's good that I'm not like mourning anyone yet because they're not anyone I actually care about. There's not a but we haven't spent enough time with them to develop, at least I haven't, that really close bond. There's no Athelstan around here. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much sums up the episode with Striana, like I said, moving on. And King Canute saying, bring me the boy. Bring me England. Da, 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 da. It's the motherfucking Eagle Double G. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. 
no freitas this episode but i'm sure she'll be back next week and we do have feedback so let's hop on into the mailbag Back for um, Valhalla, I'm sorry, Vikings Valhalla um, episode four, I believe, uh, season one. Um, I watched this early this morning. Um, I figured I saved the recording for when I'm driving to work. Um, I have listened to every new podcast of the shows that I'm watching except uh, Vikings Valhalla because I needed to say something for my drive. Um, with this super expensive gas so um, I haven't listened yet but I, I want to listen um, on my way back home just so I have something to do in the car um, but I want to start this off by saying now King Edmund he, he isn't a terror I don't think he's a terrible person and I don't want you to think what I'm about to say is like me it's him being like freaking uh, Joffrey because he's absolutely not that little terror evil butthole um but his problem is arrogance and i don't know i don't remember that his like the the right hand of the king i don't remember what his name is and i frankly at this point i don't like him enough to even look it up now it's just the fact that his stepmother has been telling him one thing and the other guy he's not leading him into doing the wrong thing but he's not stopping him he told him his arrogance was going to get him killed and he didn't believe him but then he turns around and let him be in the battle like he saw his uh Edmund's stepmother telling him Emma I'm gonna just call her Emma because the stepmother just seems weird and it just makes me think of her as being not a nice person I don't get that from her at all so Emma is telling Edmund like no don't do this he's baiting you don't do it this isn't a good idea and he doesn't listen and of course nobody else is gonna go against the king absolutely no one even when I'm sure some of his men was like this motherfucker is gonna get us killed trying to protect him because he is 12 so I just for the life of me the fact that he sat there was it wasn't a smirk it was just a his facial expression was not someone that was afraid of what would happen even when he was like okay let's take the fight to them he could not have been that arrogant with Edmund believing that they weren't trying to set him up why was no one even aware that this was possibly a planned ruse for some sort it just doesn't it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't say look something isn't added up here why would he we have everything surrounded we know which way they're coming we have everybody guarded we can even close up London if we have to this doesn't make sense something is something isn't right and he didn't say anything and I mean eventually he realized Emma was right and he went and got him but they just sat there and stared 
at all of the Vikings for however long before he was like, okay, maybe I should go. He didn't say, um, King, maybe you ought to get your ass out of here because this shit ain't looking good. And the bridge is about to come down. Now both y'all asses stuck on the other side like some assholes with, um, no backup because Edmund was too much of a hothead to even wait for the, I know they started with an M. I'm, I'm blanking. Melina? Melini. Melinia. Melina. I think it was Melina. No. It looked like Melia. The, they were, I guess they had the superior army and they were coming. Like he wouldn't wait for them. Side note, the, I don't think he was a king. I don't know what they, he called him a duke. I don't know what he was, but the leader of that one, the one in the red, the ones that were coming, the long black dark hair, he was fine. He could get it. Anyway, um, the whole scenario just bothered me that they didn't even for a second think maybe we ought to protect the king. And maybe I ought to, like, I know Emma has got her hands tied. There's only so much she can do. Even her being a queen, you know, it seems as though no one takes her serious. And I'm, I'm assuming, I guess we don't really know, but it doesn't look like she even had a kid. Um, if Edmund is the king, I, I, I don't, I guess I don't know how it works. I guess the lineage would be the oldest son would be the, the next in line. But I guess Emma could have kids. It's not like they would be watching them. They would be paying somebody to do it. So I guess we don't really know. But I know that there's no way she could have been like slapping his ass around like, dude, fucking listen to me. This is not a good idea. He's trying to get you to leave for a reason. The only person that would have been able to do something is the dude that is his has his ear. And it just bothers me that two episodes ago, you were like beating the shit out of him, telling him that he, his arrogance is going to be his problem. And now you just allow him to just walk into battle after you told him he wasn't ready. I He shouldn't have been crowned in the first place. I think they should have kept the ruse that the other guy was... Uh, uh, I'm not going to remember how to say his name. I just want to keep calling him Red because King Red, that was the only part of his name I could really remember is the last part is Red. I'm going to just call him that. Um, and side note, I think that he has some audacity. That king murdered a whole town of Vikings, started a war, and then had the audacity. No, no, no. The caudacity to fucking die. How dare you? Ugh. This whatever happens, I I mean I know uh, the way that it works is villains are whoever like it's, it's all based off perception. Um, of course we're rooting for the Vikings because that's who um, we, we were introduced to first. I mean that's who we care for, and we know that they were wronged, and the wrong is what started this war. So you know in in, in aspects of that, you know. It makes you think that the Vikings are the heroes of this. But I also don't understand, like, I don't really understand the, the king's reasoning. It sounded like, and this is what makes me not like them, that the Vikings were doing too good and prospering too much. And um, the king didn't like it. And it sounds like every wealthy black neighborhood in America. And, and I can't be okay with y'all getting rid of people just because you don't like how good they do it. So I'm always going to be on the side of that of that uh, coin. 
So in that aspect, if I understood that correctly, I'm with the Vikings. The other thing, let me talk about my belief, Lace, because he really had a great plan. I'm mad he he was successful, and now they're screaming Greenlander. Now he's the only Greenlander left. Who knows how long he his, his sister gonna be like gone? Um, at least five months he's gonna be away from her, and now everybody <laughs> everybody's dead. And I really, it really bothered me that the one, the one girl, I forget what her name is, um, kept screaming, like, bitch, shoot them with one of your arrows. Like, it took her two other people dying for her to get her shit together. Like, you, you, we're in a battle here. And I know you know how to kick ass. I've seen it. What are you doing? Stop screaming about everybody dying and start fucking murking people. Maybe if you got your shit together a little earlier, you wouldn't have died. I'm mad because I like them, all of them, and I liked her, and she just went out like a fucking chump. She only got shot, it looked like, in the shoulder and fell in the water, and I thought somebody was going to go try and find her, but Lathe's too busy uh, soaking in the praise of his genius plan, which it was a plan, a good plan, and I liked how it worked. Um, It was actually pretty ingenious, now that I'm actually talking about it, and I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with Edmund, I feel like killing him would be too easy. Uh, they're probably going to use him to get what they want. I'm not sure. I really honestly, I know um, Canute said that, you know, you're going to pay for the sins of your father, but how is he going to pay? Just killing the king, what is that going to do? Um, I'm not sure how, how it works with Vikings. I don't know if there's a set of rules. I know in war there are certain rules um, that people used to follow. Don't ask me what those rules are because I don't know, but I know there were rules. <laughs> and, um, like, I guess, you know, righteous people followed them. And I don't know if Vikings are considered righteous people. I don't know if that was a Christian thing. I have no idea. But I do know that I don't feel like they're just going to kill them. Um, but I am very curious to see what happens. And then um, we weren't, we didn't see Freitas very well. We didn't see her at all this episode, so we're probably going to get back to her um, and her journey in episode five. So um, I like where this is going. Can't wait to see what happens. Um, those are all the moments that stood out to me. I don't think I have anything else, so I will end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Leave the couch, be me out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So a few things I clarified when I, for some reason, wasn't comprehending either. Emma is his stepmother. So he is, she is Athelred's second wife, meaning that Edmund is not her son because there is, uh, they're, they're kind of not in the same age bracket, but she had to be way younger to birth him out. Um, most men didn't believe in Saxon women having a brain so I guess that <laughs> when Athelred was on his deathbed or he he can only admit to yeah he did admit to Godwin right because he said she was right she's always right so knowing you know Godwin knowing that you're right all of his actions in this episode I think that he in itself because this is also the same uh kingship that 
that also uh, dismissed his father. So I think that he just feels in his mind that I have to play the game wherever the game is. However the game is playing out, I'm not going to be the aggressor or the opposing voice in the room, right? I think that he chooses to stay on the side of the king, whoever the king is. And that's going to be interesting next episode because I don't feel like he had a whole bunch of loyalty to Edmund, but he knew that this was useful to him. And he was rather surprised that Emma would employ him to do this. But I don't think that in his mind, my job is not to undermine the king. My job is to support the king. Yeah, in private, I could tell him he's making a mistake, but in public, I'm not going to undermine him. And I honestly don't blame him because knowing what I know about English politics at this time, yeah, you can be killed very easily by just disagreeing with the king. <laughs> um, Emma, her fate is tied. Her position of power is tied to that of Edmund. And thus, why she's so you know wanting the right things to happen unfortunately when it comes to that male ego it 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 reigns it reigns supreme uh vikings do challenge for one-on-one combat like when they came and they you know they got the king like it's not out of the realm but yeah i was thinking the same thing like why isn't he just saying like he's just playing you don't well emma did tell him that she went right up to him right when he was ready like calm your emotions but edmund just knew how to get to him and in the end it's like what you're hiding behind your mama's skirts male pride and ego was was huge they even then made a whole thing called chivalry to <laughs> oh let's not get into uh, that whole thing but i agree i think her name is Liv. she was screaming too much she did the same thing last episode she all screaming i'm like take more action i do think she's alive i think it'd be too much if all of them died in the same episode uh especially since yursa is barely hanging on i don't know about Frey. she seems to be a survivor but i don't think that too many of the greenlanders is gonna make it out but I think for some reason she might survive. Because when she went in the water, I didn't have the inclination she was dead. And lastly, it is curious to see what King Canute does. Because Harold definitely came for revenge, not politics. And King Canute feels like he got politics and a different agenda uh, on his mind. And now he's taken the prize city of England at this time and thus uh I, I believe that he is going to clash with harold which what could that mean in the future don't know but i guess we shall see and that is our feedback for this episode if you want to send feedback on our next episode uh debuting next friday blackocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.